millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. All right, how you doing? Hello to everybody who's listening to the podcast. Introducing you, it's another week and another show. I'm really, really excited and pleased to be bringing it to you. Um, Before I go into who we've got on this week, just wanted to say... Big thank you to everyone that listened and downloaded last week's show with Marcus Borden. It was it was so well received. Um, I, I got so many lovely comments and feedback from the show. Uh, people saying how much they they loved Marcus for opening up and, and talking. I just wanted to say how important that is because we we if you haven't listened to it, go and listen to it because it, it is really really lovely. It's uh, it's. It's a guy who uh, cooks barbecue food and um, he's a geologist and he he really, he, he opens up about something quite big and personal in his life and something that is, is quite hard, I guess, for a man to do. Um, not enough men talk about things um, in, in, their, in their life um, to the degree that, that Marcus did and that's been getting a lot of love. Uh, people really kind of were were wowed by it and I certainly was recording it it was the first one that I ever recorded so I think we did a good job and people agreed and said how lovely it was um and important as well I've I've spoken with people saying that they they thought it was really touching uh, and emotional but but mostly important that um, a man, and he's definitely in every sense of the word, what you would say, the average man. Um, and the average man doesn't tend to, to open up and, and talk about their feelings and emotions um, or big things that happened in their life. And he did, he did. And it, it was really, really lovely. And I thank him enormously for doing so. I, I really enjoyed it. I, I really hope everybody listening did and uh, it, it maybe went some way to, to help out um, I think we, we spoke about kind of getting help and, and counselling uh, which is, is something that I think is really important uh, men don't tend to open up do they and I think it, it was nice that he did so thanks so much for that Marcus um, and yeah keep keep the comments and messages flying I'm passing them on to Marcus and uh, he, he's really enjoying that and, and knowing that people were, were happy and grateful that he, he did kind of speak about what he spoke about. So go and go and check that out. Um, you can get in touch with me on my website, thatmrchristopher.com or send me an email at podcast at thatmrchristopher.com. There's also on the website, all my social media links, things like Twitter at thatmrchrist. Uh, we'll get a conversation going. 
and uh yeah let me know what you thought about it uh so yeah go on and, and have a listen and and let me know but this week we've got a really cool girl um on the show her name's sammy and we 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 did this episode and i've called it um more to life than concrete and cars because that's something that she said and i thought it was really really poetic um i write a bit of uh sort of poetry and do some spoken word stuff and what she said was in in the episode was really poetic and i think it's true that there is more to life than concrete and cars i think that we 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 sort of get too involved in the material world and things that are going on in our lives as we speak and don't really uh talk about or or think um i think is probably more appropriate is to say we don't really think about other things um so much and and sammy's a big thinker um she's very in touch with um the 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 spirituality side of things we don't agree on everything as as you'll hear um but it, it was really interesting to have that conversation and and see you know what she'd learned on her travels we we knew each other once upon a time about seven or eight years ago we used to work with each other we had a few drinks and we'd bumped into each other at work she was in a sort of different area of the business than I was so we were very aware of each other we'd had a few drinks and stuff after work but that was about it really so I didn't know too much about her she might as well have been a stranger to me then but even even now um eight years on there's a lot that's kind of gone on in her life um she's gone on a bit of a journey she's completely changed as a person as a result of that journey and we we spoke about that we spoke about her travels to india um and america and it was just really really interesting we had a, a huge amount of fun doing it a bit of a giggle we we blasted through over an hour really really quickly and decided that a few days later we'd we'd hook up again and she'd she'd do another hour for us on different subjects so next week's show will be um her talking all about her her rape and um her experience working um on the cannabis plantations and farms in california so it's if, if you like this episode, obviously check out next week's. If you don't really like this week's episodes, then still check out next week's because she um, she talks about some completely different things and, and it's really, really fun. So definitely recommend going and checking out both of them, having a little listen uh, and letting me know what you think. So I won't, I won't get on too much more about it, but here's the episode. I'll catch you after the music um at the end of at the end of the episode so stick around and and we'll have a chat so thanks very much speak to you soon Press record. There you go. We're recording, and you're you're 
Sammy. Sammy and Laidlaw, isn't it? It is a double All, barrel name. Yeah, although you on Facebook, you're Sammy Shanty. What's, yeah. what's that? Well, they got on at me about undercover hippie, so I had to change my name. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, and it was something different when you was uh, in India, wasn't it? Yeah, it was Sammy Shakti Shanty. What's Shakti Shanty? I've no uh, idea. I didn't Google it either. <laughs> so I generally have no idea what that is. It's part of the um, the energy groups with India. So you've got the... I've done a Siddha Kundalini healing workshop and the Kundalini energy um, is the base energy that comes up from the ground that keeps us rooted. Um, and then Shakti is the enlightenment energy that comes through the crown of the head and then it meets in the middle so it's just about the balance and shanty shanty it's how could be calm just chill shanty shanty it was a little nickname they gave me in thailand as well but i'd say i'm pretty chilled but i I think i'm a bit fiery sometimes so yeah (laughs) but yeah it was uh and it's alliteration Sammy Shanti Shakti yeah 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 and i just connected with what i was doing and the energy it was really nice it was uh done the old crystal healing yeah a lot of meditations it was like all natural felt like i was tripping on lsd in a meditation it was really amazing it was um so yeah that was part of my travels in india yeah birth of spirituality awesome so yeah i mean we met what did we just work it out as eight nine years ago yeah nine years ago and then sort of knew you for best part of about 18 months you was working yeah. uh doing reception and club promotions uh for nightclubs in yeah. south end um back in the heyday I, I was uh, <laughs> i was working in the in the restaurant of one of the the, the clubs and yeah I, I, my my chef days your days promoting but <laughs> we um yeah we, we've been facebook friends since then but not really spoke too much mostly because you've been off on jaunts all around the world so um yeah. We'll, we'll probably go back to our days knowing each other but yeah go on tell, tell us about your travel scene as that's how you've cool. sort of opened with your spirituality obviously you were one type of person yeah I think uh doing doing the clubs and stuff like that there was a lot of uh you looked completely different you had straight hair long hair sometimes yeah. brown sometimes kind of dark deep red, red. black extensions yeah, eyelashes yeah, yeah. lip injections nails heels all of that and now is it, is it <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i mean things like you would dress up almost a bit like betty boop yeah i remember yeah. that i had a betty boop car yeah i did yeah. go well i've been for a burlesque stage I yeah liked that's all it of the, yeah you had a the bit the corsets of a... and the yeah the red lipstick so is it fair to say image was quite an important thing back in those days yeah, we all like to feel good and look good. They go hands in hands. Is that the same sort of way that you look at things now? Because um, you look different. I don't wear hardly any makeup. That's because my income since coming back hasn't afforded me to go and buy animal friendly right, cosmetics. Okay. Um, I have. I'm sure I've got a few things lurking around that are tested on animals, but I just I don't actually use that many products now. I might use a um, a bit of soap in the in the shower. I use a fluoride free um, natural based tooth 
toothpaste. I mean, I did maintain my electric toothbrush, though. This is, like, one-up to technology, you know. <laughs> Even when I was living in a tent for, like, two months, I maintained my electric toothbrush, <laughs> and I'm proud of that. <laughs> That's a feat on travels. That, that is quite <laughs> impressive, because they're not even standard plugs. I know. <laughs> Most people, can you even charge our phone? It's like, yeah, can I charge my uh, toothbrush, please? <laughs> so, I take the head off, though, because, you know, you don't want to leave your... People can do things to your toothbrush, can't they? I'd like to think not. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to think that people <laughs> would maliciously attack toothbrush. the end of your toothbrush. I just think it gets knocked over on the floor or behind the bar or something, you know, all the dust particles and dead skin cells around. <laughs> thinking I'd rather it in my bag tucked away, thank you. Yeah, excellent. So, yeah, you uh, obviously people... We'll, we'll probably do a, a photo for the the artwork on the podcast of, of the two of us so they can see you now and i'll probably if if you're all right with it take a picture of <laughs> yeah a could... 2008 picture oh gosh but, yeah so there was a transformation Contrast. you i would say is it fair to say you're kind of a hippie i think i think the criteria quite well yeah yeah okay so um obviously i, I have no idea what the etiquette is in in most situations <laughs> in life uh, stereotyping or pigeonholing and people <laughs> as to what they are and what they are not but yeah you 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 sort of identify with a, a hippie lifestyle and mm. certainly didn't i don't believe when when we knew each other yeah. almost 10 years ago um so I wasn't you awake then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like it, I like had to it. get that in. It's cheap. Cheap and cheesy. Yeah, yeah, and I don't it. like cheese. For the record. <laughs> so you wasn't awake then. But yeah, you weren't born in a cave. You weren't... No. You weren't... You know, you, you've, you've got dreadlocks now. Which look great. I really do like them. <laughs> Thank you. They've got lots of jewellery and, and nice kind of pretty things in them. And, and they look cool. And it's definitely... Yeah. Uh, Essex does hippie, I was told. Most people have Essex bits of does. wood and yeah, cold yeah, in yeah. and I've just got bits of shiny bling in there. Yeah. You can take the girl out of Essex, so. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. So what was the what was the reason for that change or or how did that train change happen? Well, I think the catalyst of change was my stepmum died really suddenly at thirty nine of Southern Adult no. Death Syndrome. And um, What's that? It's like cot death, um, but in adults, you know. You just die. Shit. So there was never a label back in, you know, medieval times. You just would have died of natural causes. I've never heard um, of that. No, really, yeah. Sudden adult death syndrome. You can be tested because her immediate siblings um, went and was tested to see if they, um, I don't know, had the gene that could potentially cause that. Um, so, yeah, it's very sad. Um, and I was, you know, working the club. I was actually working um, two or three jobs, actually, about seven days a week for about a year or so. Um, I had a period of time off of work for the grief, and I was supporting my dad yeah. strongly. Um, I just didn't want to leave his side, you know. The worst thing that could possibly happen to you in the middle of the night happens. It was just horrendous. Um, and then I got a job um, in a YMCA hostel, so I was working with young homeless people. And, you know, don't worry, I was still going into work. My two pairs of false eyelashes on. I was wearing heels yeah, yeah, every yeah. day. I'd had body dysmorphia, so I'd had my boobs done when I was 22, I think, which would have been about the, shortly after we I, knew I, each I other. I remember when you got it done. Yeah. yeah. I, bef- when we met, you hadn't. And before I'd left oh, that, yeah. uh, that, that kind of job. You, yeah, you, you'd had it done. So it's yeah, a big transition around that time. Yeah. yeah. So was that 
what was the reason for that then? That was mm, I've never liked my body, particularly growing up. Um, no, I didn't like it. That's mad because you were it just not saying that you're not now. <laughs> you you were hot. You you were. Uh, yeah, you know, I think you, I you do all right. You were in club promotions, <laughs> and that tends to. Yeah, there's a certain. Yeah, thing they they that tend to hire a... the people that are easy on the eye, and you certainly was. But, but you, know, you wasn't happy. I wasn't happy. I was actually just coming out of a really bad relationship at the time, and my weight was massively below what it should have been. I was wearing a size eight to ten, and you know, naturally, I am about a twelve. Um, but I was in a really abusive relationship and you know there was sort of physical, emotional um, and I, I was abusing laxatives as well so no. you know that that was a really interesting time and so that was the whole time I st- we were sort of working of that, together yeah he ended up going to prison thankfully not anything to do with um, anything that happened with me although I did try and report the domestic abuse and I was told it was a revenge reporting so it wouldn't be taken seriously but they wanted to know about the drug aspect of his life but obviously once I called down I was like well I'm not I'm certainly not going to yeah. you know the stigma to grass in but at the end of the day if you want to put someone in prison for domestic violence opposed to selling some drugs you know yeah I'm all it, for yeah, that it's a dif- yeah it's a different big difference and don't say no we're not taking that seriously but please do tell us about what he's dealing Terrible, but he was known to the police, and um, so yeah, you know that had a big change, you know, because my body, I was feeling more confident in some ways, but then more insecure in other ways. So, yeah, the breast augmentation, you know, it's something I didn't look into or research as much as I should have done. So I did have regrets with that. Um, but at the end of the day, everything does happen for a reason. I firmly believe that. And yeah, I am happier with my boobs more than before I had the operation so that's fine Um, but yeah I had my eyes done as well I had laser eye surgery right so I got I think it was 10% off or something because it was the same company (laughs) sister company (laughs) bloody hell you know what I mean excellent but um, that's really good I'd recommend laser eye surgery to anyone who's able who reaches the um, criteria for it I think you need to have stable eyesight yeah my sister had it done and said it was for a year awesome yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely so cosmetic surgery technology you know because I believe yeah, that is was... classed as cosmetic but it stops you from needing glasses or contact lenses yeah for I a think probably most people would say I oh, so I can see better well yeah but glasses kind of do that um, I think my sister was always wearing glasses and her eyesight was was bad but probably not obviously she got it done sometimes people are like your eyesight's too bad you can't have it done absolutely yeah but I think yeah when she got it done she was like okay this is amazing this is better than instant the next day yeah this was like better than what glasses were doing NASA approved technology literally (laughs) excellent so but a a lot of people don't get it done for the I want to see better Mm. a lot of people will be like I don't want to wear glasses yeah. And contacts irritate my eyes. They well, are I can't a leave them in all the time. So yeah, I think vanity, vanity. Yeah, you could say yeah, which is sort of the core. It's, a, a it's on that problem. line, isn't it? It's on that line. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it's quality of life as well. I think because imagine you're in an emergency situation, or if we have a zombie apocalypse and you smash your glasses, or you like, can't go and raid a house. You're okay. Or you can run off now. Yeah, I'm sorted. <laughs> like, see you later. But I'd be the one helping, don't get me wrong, I'd be letting all the dogs and 
animals out of the cages. Run free, quick! Don't be zombie meat. Would they not be better in a cage? Mm, no, nah, but no, nah, no, nah, <laughs> never, a, never, never you're going to get me to say animals are better yeah, in a cage. You've just let them out into a horde of zombies, you cruel bitch. I do often think about zombie apocalypses because it'd be so cool well, to be is. equipped. Just a Bullwood Hall prison, I'd love to own that and just set it up like a zombie outbreak. You watch too much Walking Dead. Oh, the business ideas I've do you got, watch Walking Dead? Mm, I haven't seen them for a couple of years it was the last thing I was watching actually in Game of Thrones right because I haven't watched television properly for that's probably another tick list of hippie things isn't it not liking television yeah I accidentally sat down I say accidentally I sat down at my mum's and had some dinner and she had the TV on and it was um, there was cheese on there and cream and it was like a leather all the adverts you know and it was like a leather phone case and just all this stuff that was so unnecessary and just didn't I just found it insulting I found the television insulting I was like this is not what I want to be yeah looking and watching and receiving yeah there's a lot of bad shit on there I mean I'm all up for TV programs and dramas and stuff like that but I can't watch the news or you know no oh, it's very draining the news, yeah it can isn't be it? a bit and it's not a true reflection is it I've wished more documentaries I'd like to get a GoPro and do some like serious stuff that's what this is all about is mm. talking to people and talking to say what's your view on worlds and, yeah. and life and, and, and stuff like that so. different perspective isn't it yeah and I think all... going back onto the, the cosmetic surgery thing mm. I think there's a, there's a stereotype uh, or a, a, a perception that people that get cosmetic surgery for the most part do it because they want to look better mm. um, and where that's true I think a lot of people will say don't understand maybe it's because people aren't happy and I think then therefore it could be almost classed as like a yeah. mental health issue yeah. yeah if you're not happy with who Body you are yeah, why you know, do and you want to go through surgery yeah they just think I want bigger tits to attract guys or, or so that I look better for my job or something like that be fulfilled you know yeah to enhance something that you already are happy with but I think a lot of people are probably not happy and that's why they get the enhancement I don't think that's the beauty industry what are all the images that we're seeing that are portrayed to us as true beauty or you've got to look like this to be accepted yeah. or to be a normal person you know it's ridiculous yeah and, and then there's a lot of that on TV yeah there's a lot of that. Then you've got the Kardashians branching around. I can't be there. You know, right, they've done a bit of a thing. I'd happy to see them butts. wiped out in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. It's very sad. I mean, and what they've done to their bodies, you know, a few years down the line, it's all the injections and the implants and that. It's, yeah. You know, you're stretching your skin. like. But if, if you have... But freedom of choice, isn't it? Yeah. And if you're fully informed, like with eating meat or consuming animal products, the information is there, but sometimes we choose to ignore it. And ignorance, you know, is a blissful little bubble. Yep, absolutely. So, absolutely. You've got to be informed. And we've spoken quite a lot over the last couple of days about that because um, obviously the 
I, I said that I, you know, I did deer stalking and therefore, it, in essence, kill animals. Kill animals, and murder I, yeah. animals. <laughs> and I will never agree with murdering creatures, even if I can understand yeah. where your stance on it. We, we, we recorded a, an episode or I recorded an episode with, with Jose, who's a, a, a guy that I know from the deer stalking world. And, mm-hmm. you know, I said, you know, we, we did that episode as a, as education because like you say we, yeah. we live in it's this ignorance to me yeah, yeah we live in this uh bubble of bliss and ignorance which um can protect us from shit but it also stops us from understanding a subject fully and i think the the hunting and and stuff like that like i said you know I, i'm bang into conservation yeah. you know from the sea shepherd Absolutely. stuff um you know because i'm 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 really keen into to marine life and, yeah they do you know but then impressive job in terms of our own countryside you know for me the poor conserva- hedgehogs we're going on the hedgehogs i think they're going to be extinct soon all this building and people fencing off their gardens i don't think Wild i've ever seen a hedgehog oh, it's sad dead, isn't it? squished on the road we used to have <laughs> yeah them i've seen them garden, squished on the road plenty of times but i've not seen them ever in my garden we have dogs and cats and other creatures you sort of have to block out the wildlife yeah. and and then you get these naughty ones and they sort of you know build over the wildlife tunnels and the, yeah, the yeah. alleys and that it's um no, but it's not like America where their wildlife is wolves and cats and how they treat them. Oh, there you I go. couldn't imagine living in America. Oh my gosh, I'd be a right activist. If I was in London, I'd be out on more rallies as well, without a doubt. It's very political up there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, it's time consuming, isn't it? Trying to change the world <laughs> <laughs> all on your own, <laughs> all on your own. No, I've got all these dogs that need me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's it. Well. That's it. So, all right. So, we'll, we'll get onto the dogs because then, yeah, that's that's something that we've we've been out on lots of dog walks the last couple of days and 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 sharing all of the the dogs that you've tried to to rehome so we'll talk about that in a sec because that's (laughs) part of uh, the travel bit i want to go into the travel and what instigated the change so you you said that you sadly your your stepmom had had passed away suddenly Mm -hmm. um and and so young yeah after that what was the the next steps then you went into to a ymca but still doled up like betty boop and you know and become sort of more humble in my approach because I'm working with people that for the most part are on benefits or low income Um, I was fortunate enough to still be able to live at home so my income although I had outgoings run a car you know I had animals and insurances and all these sensible responsibilities we have Um, and then sort of a few years into that job I went into another homeless charity and you know, I was a manager there, and then I started to become really discomplacent and discontent, and it was a drain. You know, working with people who seem to have a lot of opportunities afforded to them, but unfortunately are so repressed by society, they've got no aspirations in life, even to get a driving license or a passport, just to get out of the town. You know, out of these Essex little towns, they've nobody. Some people don't leave. Thinking there's more yeah. to it than this. And um, one of my friends, she'd been travelling to South America and um, I I was torn between South America and India. My dad made me flip a coin and I think it first come back as South America. So I made him do it again and we do the best of three. Oh, so if you're going to do that, you know that that, well, I I always (laughs) say that if you've got to flip a coin, the minute you flipped it, you know where you want to go or you know what you want the outcome (laughs) to be. 
So, you know, you don't even need to look at the result. You have to, you know, oh, and clearly okay. if it had landed India first time, you'd have gone, right, I'll go to India. That's your intuition though. How so do you mean? you're feeling like that's a different sense that we've got that we don't often get to pull on because yeah. we don't hear it because there's a lot of chatter, a lot yeah. of ego stuff going on and survival in the world. So, yeah, but I didn't have that. I was very torn because I had to book a flight, you know, the flights going up, I'd had my noticing at work, didn't know where I was going, but knew I had a goal that I wanted to go travelling. So it was just not- based on walking from one life and seeing sort of how other people live at the YMCA and then talking to a friend that had been to South America and, and sitting there and saying, what's, what's it all about? Yeah, my also my brother had uh, gone into prison and that had a big effect on the whole family. And when did that happen? Um, Was that... He's been in prison for about three years now, so that would have happened about four years ago because right. it dragged on through the courts for the best part of a year. Um, and we spoke about this on a on a dog walk, and uh, and uh, and you know you you'd said what he was in for. Well, the actual charge was uh, GBH with intent, right? Which is uh, one below manslaughter, I believe, or murder, uh, murder, GBH with intent. Uh, but the joint enterprise aspect is which what I've never heard of. Yeah, yeah, which is something that there was a bit like. Co-defendants are all charged with the same offence regardless of what they may or may not have done. Um, So there was a particularly bad fight and there was injuries sustained. And although my brother didn't inflict those injuries because he was there, um, he was also charged with the same offence. So often the bank robber, um, you know, you've got a getaway driver outside waiting for the geezers to come out. The bloke's inside the bank, it gets a bit heavy, someone's shot and killed. He, you know, they're all charged for murder, even yeah. the guy in the car outside. So yeah. so there is a big rally group going on, because it's a lot of young males, actually. It's a, more of a gang culture thing. They get they're caught up for. in something that yeah. they... It's a blanket charge to make it easy for the so-called justice system. Hmm. You know, so so that was a big thing. And, you know, at the end of the day... And I, that's a lot going on, isn't it? Yeah, going, so going from the the world of of working promotions and in bars and dressing and, and thinking <laughs> this this is what life is because this is my South End bubble and yeah. then going to work for the YMCA and seeing is this isn't one. always was... how life well my bubble isn't what life is there is other people with other mm. things going on and it then was to that have... exposure yeah because thinking about it geographically it was in Romford which is basically London you yeah, get yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's so not it's not far, but there can be a huge the comparisons. Step in... Yeah, it is ginormous. Um, but you know, I could start to get into my yoga, my meditation, and seeing nice results and really quite revealing. It was just amazing. It's magic, really. Hey, folks! I'm Mark Marin from the WTF podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. 
Salads, generally, for most people, are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Really, and I feel like there's got to be a bit more to life than concrete and cars. You know, I definitely appreciate more trees and animals. Sure. So off on a little hunt, I went for that on myself. So, and that, and that was straight from here to, to India? Yeah, New with Delhi. With the vision of being there for... <laughs> 12 months. I got a 12-month visa. I was going to be there. Um, even though I'd researched, you know, being a lone female, white female at that, going into India, there was a lot of concerns from people... You know, <laughs> I can't believe that some people wouldn't even wouldn't even entertain going on holiday or travelling by themselves. Yeah, and I, I do understand we have our comfort zones, but that's what I wanted to smash through. I didn't want to be comfortable. I'm comfortable. I can earn an income. I've got a roof over my head. I've got clothes. I've got food. I'm very thankful for these things, but it doesn't mean that I want to stay comfortable. Sure. You know, there's a lot more people who need help out there and I think we're very privileged and we should try and help others if we can. Whether that's environmental, you know, you want to save the trees or you want to help, you know, women living on the streets with their kids or you want to save, you know, three-legged dogs from Bulgaria, like, each to their own. There is, the world needs more healing, you know, not more not more money. And Absolutely agree with that. More businesses popping up. So what, so what was it like then, touching down in, in, was it, you say New Delhi? New Delhi, yeah. What was that like then? I've never been to India, so I can only imagine. Yeah, it was amazing. I mean, yeah, they, I think there'd been that particularly bad gang rape that had been on the news. Yeah, 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 yeah. That the woman, she was out with a male friend on the bus. Yeah, it was in a bus, was, yeah. Yeah, it's really bad injury. She died from her injuries. They'd used a metal pole. And, but they'd said they were from the slums. They were uneducated. They didn't know any better. So they did um, They did make arrests. But, um, I mean, I find with a lot of these um, in Thailand, America, like, I feel like they scapegoat quite quickly on mm. because tourism is very important for them, obviously. Um, and you know our police force and our investigations our forensics is sort of top notch compared to other yeah sure 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 yeah developing third world countries I'm not sure what the politically correct terminology is I got pulled up for saying developing I was like what I don't know but it is I I think it is I think I've I've got two images of, of India I've got a a grotty slum Mm -hmm. stinking horrible cesspool of a country yeah, and the other one, image is an absolute <laughs> colourful beautiful amazing thing where there's great education that they produce fantastic yeah. doctors and scientists they've got um, it's both they're, ends they're, of the spectrum absolutely and almost really nothing is. in between almost nothing in between you know, I've known people from India that have come 
um, come over here and, and almost had sort of nothing didn't necessarily live in the slums but then I've known people that have come over and you know they've come from huge education where dad's a plastic surgeon and mm. you know they've lived a really privileged life very with, privileged you know, life um, yeah. servants in that in their mm. home and and just completely different end to the spectrum um, yeah. and then you know with the like I said with the colour and the, the religion out there everything seems really beautiful yeah. and and crazy so it's definitely somewhere I'd like to go um, my missus isn't massively keen on the idea yeah. because I think she sort of sees more of the the former description and, mm. and doesn't kind of want to go and see all that and get involved with all of that I've just started turning around to Indian food as well actually oh, so really, maybe, yeah. maybe oh, one spices, day oh the spices yeah without a doubt who doesn't love an Indian even though obviously we've got the takeaways which is the English version I mean it's still good food there's no denying that South Indian and Sri Lankan food is um, yeah 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 I didn't get down to South or Sri Lankan but I had tastes of it and you know different places I've been catered but yeah it's beautiful and the food was good obviously and they're predominantly vegetarian they use a lot of um, dairy because of the sacred cows yeah yeah (laughs) which you know no one actually tends to question why there's loads of so-called sacred cows wandering around it is unsustainable dairy industry that's why there's lots of injured cows wandering around usually bulls because the males aren't of any use yeah so you know the females they're they're kept you know they give milk and they give young um so it doesn't mean they're treated any better like i say there's a lot of injuries um a lot of balls with it's sad because really? you know, it's not like you've got an rspca or when i first got into india you know, i'm seeing all these injured dogs and cows and i found a it was a really handy network um facebook page um because you can't just pick up the phone and expect someone's going to come and help this like cow that's got its like or its ball with its horn hanging off, or you know you've got a dog with a massive gash in its side or a broken leg, or you know yeah, they yeah. are just just because you want to change the world or change an aspect of it doesn't mean you can pick up the phone and instantly speak to someone that's going to help you do that. So I did manage to speak to a few vets. There was a few you know people who popped up and helped and. Um, but sadly I did see you know it was it was the equality you know there's a hierarchy with the animals and the quality of life because it is you know very religious the um, they don't tend to euthanize and right. you know that is a decision I have made and will continue to make if it's in the best interest of an animal but sadly you know they make a blanket decision that you know it's not your choice let nature take its course even if it is not a nice course Mm. and I I appreciate that of course no I respect that but when you've got you know really ill you know smelly you know wounds and it's just quality of life isn't yeah, it we yeah. we want a quality of life which is a big debate isn't it always about people going off so they can absolutely yeah yeah euthanized so why do we not afford that to animals more worldly but yeah i mean that was one of the highlights and lowlights i've managed to save um a disabled puppy from a recovery shed it's more of a shack with all these cows in yeah both of her legs were broken from being hit by a car she was just this tiny little puppy but this big in the shed and, and it was so depressing she just she just held up her hands about a foot long <laughs> <laughs> so little needle teeth you know brand new and there was there's probably about 20 cows in this and i thought she was covered in um 
in like mud and excrement, but it was actually ticks. Once I no. managed to, yeah, so I think I took in excess of 50 ticks off of this little girl, bless her. Um, but it turned out she had a really restricted bladder and bowel, so, and, um, you know, she couldn't walk properly. She started to get sores and very sadly sort of managed to get her to an animal sanctuary. How, how did you come across her? I mean, you, you get off a plane <laughs> New Delhi airport with you know the, the fake eyelashes and the south end bubble <laughs> well the eyelashes were long gone I had oh, some oh, crystals on me by this stage are you had a... <laughs> <laughs> okay so <laughs> so it wasn't that uh, India made that change it probably cemented it then you you yeah. kind of you'd already started transitioning from mm, yeah, from Betty Boop to a hippie Probably the hair, wouldn't it? Because the hair, the dreads got done about two years ago. And I met a girl I hadn't seen for a while. And she was like, oh, my God, that's what's missing. The dreads, it's what's been missing all this time. <laughs> I was like, oh, what? And she's like, you're a hippie. I was like, and I remember holding on to this teepee tent and uh, the pole just for stability. I was like, because I was labelled. I'd been labelled as a hippie. And I'd never realised. As much as I sort of started to cut meat out of my diet, then I was like, oh, God, I've sort of And you said like about dairy. crystals, like healing crystals. Well, they're like, pretty anyway. I'm, I'm going to rub no amethyst denying. on my body. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever does it for you, Mike. Yeah, but I, <laughs> but I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't get it at all. They're rocks. Yes, they're pretty. Yes, you can have them. Pavey's amazing there just, just to look at yeah, them. Yeah, absolutely. From a Beautiful. scientific point from of view, from a scientific point of view, I think, yeah, I, I love all of the, the, the science in geology and I don't see how it's going to heal you or why Different you can get into rocks other than <laughs> to, to study... I don't know. Like I, I, I spoke with a guy who's a, a, geolo- a, a geologist, mm-hmm. um, and he's he's into rocks, both the the pretty ones that for the the formations of crystals and and how yeah. amazing that is. Um, I've been in plenty of caves. I love going in caves all ah, around yeah. the place and seeing all of that, and that's great. Mm-hmm. And I take away a real good understanding of the science of geology and natural geography. Yes, I don't take away anything that this can cure hair loss or this can um, <laughs> help my sore toe or, or whatever other thing I mean tell, tell me tell That's me just how that works tell me how it works intention tell, tell me why you will carry crystals around and what the energy properties or whatever I don't know <laughs> I'm guessing now because I don't know anything about well you spoke about your intuition you know flipping that coin you know that's a different sense that you well, no, would I use s- I said that you, you labelled it as intuition I just think it's something that yeah, I think what is kind yourself of... telling you though? That's not um, your brain because you wasn't able to make that logical decision. You had to. I call think yeah, because we kind of kid ourselves, don't we? We kid sometimes. We we will say, "Oh, I don't know, I don't know," and probably deep down, yeah, you do know. You just haven't really worked it out. And when it mm-hmm. comes to the point where you could potentially lose the option that you actually most want, that's when it pulls out of us the. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's what you do want. You know, do I want to go to South America or India? Oh, I don't know because they've both got so many pros and cons each, and, we did and they both they both crystal, would be yeah. fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are they're very colourful, and they do bring different energies as in different properties, so different strengths. Or you know, we all go through different cycles in our life. You know, we go up and down. We're not always happy. We're not always sad. True. 
so sometimes you might feel like you need to be you know make more concise decisions or maybe you've got a big project coming up and you need a bit more stamina you know so you can sort of call on these energies to to top you up with what you're needing and what's your understanding or belief of how that works then educate the uninformed i.e. me and anybody listening thinking my way pessimistic so yeah yeah but I'm happy there's so like I've I've said before to, to, to you to friends family I don't know all the answers and, and no one does you know no, I'm definitely a man of science I had a really great conversation with someone um, a couple of weeks <laughs> ago um, about religion because she's very much a, a, a science based person mm-hmm. but also quite you know has has faith mm, um, and, and she wasn't raised that way she she her parents are both atheists and um and and her father's from India yeah. and, and had been kind of raised in a in a very uh Hindu way I believe her mum was Irish Catholic so was raised in that way and then mm. as adults before she was born they both decided okay that, that that's that's great and that's there but we're not going to follow that or subscribe yeah. to that and didn't raise her in that way and now she's grown up as and and decided to to follow a Christian way of life Christian, and we, we was okay. kind of speaking and I was like do you know what I kind of think uh I don't believe in any of that I don't I don't sort of I don't I don't believe in a book in a god in a in in any of that um but because I I believe more in science and and mm. what they're merging now and they're what merging. we can prove uh, alright okay um, but there, there's a lot in science that we haven't got answers for like you know dark space and dark energies and, and dark you know oh we know do it's there do we need all the answers we know it's though? there but <laughs> no um, maybe um, some of the things that we've we found answers to that people said we don't need the answer to that has proved really beneficial to of us course, I suppose yeah. so I think having answers to 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 anything can only be a good thing even if it just remains as a we can answer that often it leads to to actually using that information and using that answer that knowledge mm-hmm. to to further progress human civilization or medicine or, or whatever it is and that that's yeah. what i love about science but yeah i'm very aware that there's lots of things that probably still won't be explained in my lifetime biocommunication in, in, that oh, was for God, me i read a dr <laughs> wayne dyer book um, and it's if you take a blood sample, so that's sitting over there, the other side of the room, you're sitting there, you inflict a little bit of pain on the subject, so you just give them pinprick, and it actually changes the structure of the blood sample, biocommunication. That in itself is just phenomenal, surely not. Or even the fact that a seed can sprout into a massive, beautiful tree. That is amazing. There's science, but isn't there? Magic so I've not heard of this bio well? biocommunication yeah. thing. I've not. I've. I'll have to. I can't comment on that because I have. No, I've, <laughs> I've no information. I mean, all sources you never but, know, um, dear, where they're yeah, quite uh, informed. A, a seed growing into a, a tree. Come on. Yeah, that's great. It's that's scientific. science. That's nothing to do with crystals. Is it not and magic stuff? still though? In its um, essence, how can you just? Well, are you just a child, and they they just. I think in it's. Awe. I think it's magical. I think it's um, uh, miraculous. I don't think it's a miracle, and I don't think it's magic. I think it's science. I sort of yeah, because we can we we understand why. Um, we don't understand why about some of the things in the universe. Um, we have ideas and theories, and 
quite often a lot of them we we can't test those theories so until we have the technology well, i or, disbelieve though until we can prove why not just i don't happily? i don't actually I, I i try and keep an open mind sammy yeah. i try and say i'm open-minded but even with that there is a line as to um you know how open-minded i'm gonna be and I try and set that as far away as I can mm-hmm. before I feel that, oh, this is just ridiculous now. <laughs> and, <laughs> and sort of um, a, a, a crystal telling me the answer to what I should do in my day or healing me in any way. I, I sort of, I don't, I don't understand that. And that's why I'm saying, you know, it, how, to, to the best of you know, and you're going to know far more about it than I am. Try and convince me. I try and dabble. try and tell I me. I just dabble. They aesthetically just looking at them is enough for me. Okay. So to be able to make you know a Mandela and just to draw on some of the sacred energy that is around that's lost mm-hmm. and you know which India introduced to me. Um, I thought, and it has it gives clarification it gives direction you know saying your friend who follows Christianity now or anyone who follows any kind of you know religion or people who pay their bills and like to pay council tax and have these rules and regulations it offers us you know a bit of safety doesn't it oh yeah absolutely I'm definitely um, where where I've said I don't believe in Christianity or any religion um, I do love learning about the stories. I do love um, the 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 art that comes out of religion. Yeah. I do love the architecture that comes out of religion. So there's definitely mm. bits that I take from it that I quite like. I do sense um, a feeling of peace and calm when I walk into a, a church. You know, uh, Vanessa's right. from Spain, and right. you know, we'll go and stand in. Uh, they they have loads of churches over there, and, and same as we have here. But I mean, I, I do places, feel that. Yeah there's a sense of peace and calming in mm-hmm. there but that's because the air is very still the uh there's there's not a lot of noise um and, and i think like that's atmosphere and science house. telling me that this is a calm place rather than any i have no spiritual feeling when i walk into these buildings i just but i appreciate them for what they are um don't you get that tranquility coming home to a quiet house though it's calm the air um, is still different 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 yeah I, I yeah same difference I, I, yeah I, I, <laughs> yeah I feel quite calm and, and nice when my house is nice and clean and tidy which is hardly <laughs> ever um, but yeah I feel kind of nice in my house sometimes but yeah in a big church I kind of feel a bit better um, you know, you're walking into a place like a sacred area as well. Yeah, so you I mean, have that presumably. I've felt like that in art galleries. Mm. I've, I've I've been in an art gallery and well, they and, are and, very quiet and, and still. They're, they're very quiet and still and calming. <laughs> yeah. And often you're surrounded by works of art that mm-hmm. um, are, are there by design to uh, make you question emotions and 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 to, yeah. to incite emotion go a bit deeper into yeah. yourself and understanding that that that's not religious to me that's just a that's but reflecting the science of yourself. starting to i'm supposed to ask you questions <laughs> um, well what do we reflect yeah. on if it's not to deepen our knowledge of ourselves and the world why do we want all of this knowledge do we want to do good with it 
Like if it's only coming Hopefully from a good place. Hopefully, for the most place. part, obviously, a lot, a lot of the time, not always, but mm. you know, that's another story. But I think my point is, uh, I'm, I'm sort of, if religion or faith of any kind, spirituality, uh, a journey, a discovery, whatever, so you're an even atheist, if then. <sighs> I, I, I hate labels of any kind. Yeah. I'm someone yeah. that I'm open-minded. <laughs> that if you show me a jar of God, um, I, I'll, a I'll, jar of God. Yeah. There you go. If you show me a jar of God, I, I will go excellent. If you show me um, that uh, a crystal can heal a condition that I have or change my mood, other than just maybe being a placebo or something, uh-huh. then. I'll, I'll, I'm open-minded enough to get on board with it. I'm be not, all of those things. So, and, and and I think it's a great thing that we have in 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 the world that we have people that can take something from that. Mm. And I just think, even if I don't believe in it, it's still doing good. You know, like religion, Christianity, um, Hinduism, whatever it may mm. be. Um, I'd class myself as Hindi or Buddhist. I'd, okay, I'd be across. I think. And that's what it's about, aren't we? We're our own gods, aren't yeah, we? Yeah, I mean, we're all right to we're we're allowed to to take from anything, mm, whatever we need to to get through a day and to make ourselves feel better, I suppose. And 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 that's mm. that can only be a wonderful thing, but doesn't mean I can sort of subscribe to the ideas <laughs> and, and stuff like that. I like, like the that. teachings. I like the idea of karma. Yeah. Um, I think I mean that was massively insightful in India we always I think most of us know about karma don't we you know usually something bad I mean my understanding is yeah sort of almost uh, you know do unto others as you'd do unto yourself or whatever it is and uh, and basically if you don't karma's going to get you you know so if you don't treat people nice you're not going to be nicely treated if you if you don't do something good then nothing good is going to happen to you that's that's my basic attraction yeah yeah which, um, I, again, I, I'm, I, th- I think to it, <laughs> I'd probably explain it in a scientific way, the law of attraction. And I've, I've seen lots of stuff on, on law of attraction and, and find that quite interesting because I think, you know, being in business as I, as I have been, you, you sort of try and model yourselves on people that you admire. You try and model their behaviour. Um, I just think that means then... It, I don't think it automatically means thinking good thoughts or putting out into the universe nothing but positivity. Mm-hmm. I don't think that means that because you do that, something positive or amazing is going to come to you. I think it means because you're in a positive frame of mind, yeah, you're more likely to recognise something positive that's going to happen. And not be negative yeah. about a situation. I, I sort of think that... Um, and again, that's that's probably the science and power of of the mind, rather than following a religious teaching, a crystal, a book. This is what Doctor uh, Wayne Dwyer was talking about in the me. biocommunication book, actually. Yeah, okay. That was I'm a definitely going to. I'll put a link up to that for anyone that wants further reading, and and I'm certainly going to have a look at it. I don't want to talk about it too much because no, I, 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 unless you want to talk about no, what that's no. all about. There's but I can't comment on it. I can't comment on it because I've never heard of it. I've never heard <laughs> of it, and I've never, I've never, yeah. I, 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 I heard something really amazing um, a couple of weeks ago um, with um, that we can record sound off of um, like vibrating objects. 
Wow. So, okay, and, yeah. and it, this, this is proven. There's nothing to do with really what we were talking about, but mm-hmm. it's an amazing, amazing Vibrations. science. And it's all up there with the energy oh. and the crystals, man. Don't get it twisted. Sound waves. Come Sound on waves. now. So right now, as we're as we're speaking, you know, we're um, we're, we're just we're just sitting in 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 my sort of living dining area, um, and and we're speaking. And obviously, people are hearing this because they're hearing what mm. I'm saying into a microphone, what you're saying into a microphone. Imagine if we was in a soundproof room, yeah. Okay, and um, someone was on the outside of that soundproof room, mm-hmm. and they couldn't see our lips moving, so it's not lip reading. Um, but uh, they had a video camera looking through the glass, and they are filming what we're doing. Yeah, they could get, and this isn't could in theory this is they could um analyze the vibrations off of this teacup off of any of the kind of inanimate objects in this room and they would be able to um process those vibrations and actually work (laughs) out what we're saying yeah so think about all of the silent movies that before they were able to record process and add the sound to a movie they could rerun these things and they would be able to look oh, at that's amazing. what the yeah. actors might have been saying what was the sounds were in the background and they'd be able to say right okay we're going to read the vibrations and the sound <laughs> reverberations off of that table and they could hear what was actually going on then so uh yeah i think that's kind of um i think they they did it with um they played like a nursery rhyme like uh, maybe free blind mice or bar bar black sheep or something like that and they played it next to say like a vase um and they played that in a soundproof room and they were recording it through the glass on the outside and oh. then they played back um by putting in the vibrations into a computer i guess yeah. and they were able to and it sounded a bit distorted you uh-huh. know it wasn't crystal clear but it was clearly bar bar black sheep or whatever they were doing are you allowed to say that nowadays what? i thought it's bar bar multicolored Honestly, this is what I've got. I yeah, I, I, I've heard that. I don't, know, I, I don't know how much of that is uh, you are or I'm not allowed, or whether it's uh, whether that's just um, people hyping up things oh, and no. saying like. I'm not allowed to say Eskimo either. I don't think. I don't know. It's Inuit. Right. Okay. I heard we're not allowed to say Eskimos at school anymore. Okay. No, it's funny, isn't it? I don't know. Times change. <laughs> awesome. So, so. India weren't the only place that you uh, that that you went to, but no. you, you probably found quite a lot of spiritual enlightenment and and yeah. stuff like that. And you, you say you, you worked a lot with dogs. Where did you go after India? So was you there the twelve months? No, no, I was there for about three months. It was quite um, as much as it was enlightening. It was also very heavy as well. Revelation after revelation, you know, tearing back these strips of knowing yourself and the world. Sure, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, I went on a festival hunt because I, I started to go a bit cold turkey with the prospect of not going to a festival for the summer so we went over to Europe um yeah was there for a couple of months sort of Spain Portugal Croatia Bosnia um which was yeah See, Bosnia is an interesting one you say Spain Portugal Bosnia yeah. <laughs> but, do you know what I mean? That's sort of that's a little bit of a Eastern Europe, yeah, it's an, I would like to discover. If you'd have more. said Spain, Portugal, France, there, Italy. Yeah. yeah, but then to go Bosnia. What what made you book that ticket? Um my mum has she's actually got five dogs, all from um Eastern Europe. 
Um, one of them, Millie, she's from Bosnia. And, um, yeah, my mum had said before about uh, this lovely lady, Milena, um, who's just this single lady living in a one-bedroom flat who's got about 300 dogs split between two kennels. And, um, yeah, I just wanted to go and help. And, you know, just knowing the diabolical things that happen to the street animals in Eastern Europe, you know, next to China where they eat them, you know, Eastern Europe is torturing them and doing almighty hideous things. Um, so, yeah, I went and stayed over there with her and um, she, I met, sharing a room with seven puppies. I think there was about another eight or nine dogs in the flat. Uh, two kennels with about 150 dogs in each. Wow. So they have kill shelters dotted around and the dogs are sort of just left to, to starve, basically. And they have wow. kill points around, so they round them all up and most of the time they'll either do a mass poisoning or they do a mass, they set them on fire. It's just... Um, or they hit them over their heads. That sounds just, barbaric. It's, it's really... But this is... You know, these are countries who have only had wars like 25 years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's still evidence, you know, of the bombings and the damage around. So... I understand, you know, human life hasn't been, you know, sacred. So why would people, you know, the yeah, animal yeah, abuse, yeah. I think, is an outlet, is a vent, is my understanding on the situation. Kick the cat syndrome, I think they call it. Yeah. And when you come home after a bad day's work, you kick the cat. Yeah. Yeah, the old dog, you know, loyal, faithful, man's best friend's always going to love you no matter what, you know. Yeah. And yeah, there's some beautiful babies out there that need our help. And unfortunately, you know, they're not, you know, sterilising any of the street animals. So they're just still breeding. It's still an issue. Um, it does stem down to money as well often. You know, they are actually given a certain amount of money per dog to euthanise in the same way we would. But that doesn't happen. You know, they're really yeah. very injected with bleach. They're shot. No. They're hit, yeah, yeah, you know, impregnated with diesel. Oh, that turned my stomach. All sorts of things. Yeah, it's really not... You know, so they don't eat well, them. So that's to, to, to cut a cost. So they're given money to euthanise yeah humanely so they don't buy and the rather than medication. buying it and spending that money they'll pocket that and use bleach instead well they set them on fire or bash them over the head with sticks or tie them oh, to the man. back of cars but you know we don't have to dwell on the bad things let's try and help you know alleviate yeah 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 um but the, you know shying away from these uncomfortable things that happen is not going to help you know no the I, I, i've always said uh, uh and I, I, my mum taught me you know to 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 not watch it, to not listen mm. to it, is it's the same as denying it doesn't happen. I think we things like that need to be to some things. absolutely. Yeah. They need to be talked about, and, and absolutely. And, and I wouldn't have known any of this, and until and say like when we got back in touch a few weeks ago to to do this podcast because I, I I heard that you were back in the UK and. And, and I, I wanted to talk to you about that. And I met two lovely dogs, uh, Bear, Bear and Annie. And, and they were from Bosnia. You'd brought they them were. over and rescued them, you know. Beautiful And that's dogs. great because they obviously, you know, all right, it's two out of, of hundreds of dogs, you know. But the difference is that, you know, you spoke to me about it. And I was like, oh, wow, you know, that's These something that I'm now dogs. aware of that I just completely wasn't that that could have been their fate being injected with bleach if they were just determined as yeah. no good and I mean I didn't meet Annie because you you really you know really luckily you was able to find her a forever home yeah. um, before I got to meet her but Bear I've been out a couple of times with him oh. was just lovely wasn't he he oh, was just the, the loveliest boy. loveliest uh, dog 
It was so. lovely. Yeah, no, that was one of the highlights of travels, the working and getting to see, you know. And it was an end, actually, because after India, you know, going, getting able to see the Dalai Lama and the Rat Temple and then going over and working with this animal charity over there, it was just, like, mind-blowing. And then I went over to California after there and was working in the cannabis industry. So um, going back, uh, and, and we'll talk about that, I mean, uh, have you got anywhere to be? Um, not necessarily. You I was going to go for an in? Indian. <laughs> going to go for an Indian. You want to roll in because we're coming up to an hour. Okay. And you just uh, I, I want to speak about the Dalai Lama and, and the and the travel. But yeah, <laughs> we, 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 could, we could do another another ep with uh, with all about the cannabis industry because that's a, a big subject in itself. Which which would be cool if you want to hang about. Yeah, I don't mind. So Dalai Lama, that was cool to meet him, right? To get to see him and listen to his teachings, yeah, in his temple and to live. That's where I was seven weeks I was in Dharamsala where, yeah, the um, Tibet's political, uh, not the political, they split actually. Um, yeah, the religious leader of the country where he lives in exile there. They do have their political uh, team. They right. they all live there. You know, they can't go back to Tibet, unfortunately, because it's under Chinese ruling now yeah 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 um, and I mean that really angered me you know, I didn't even know you could go and see the Dalai Lama he was just a meme that I, I didn't up on when, when, yeah, like, yeah I didn't know it I, I thought I like wow. this so what, 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 what were the teachings what was, what was... well it's over three days um, you have to register I actually missed the first day because I was with a street dog trying to find her an x-ray and to get her to an animal place bless her um, but yeah he spoke a lot um just about how we should raise you know our children to be good people and it really is very much about you know merging science and religion you know their religion is in just being a compassionate kind wise person that's them in a nutshell yeah and um I did realise learning about karma on a little bit more of a deeper level was really profound for me. Um, because, you know, we... Oh, yeah, something bad. Oh, karma will get them, karma will get them. Very rarely do we question why maybe something bad has happened to ourselves, you know, because maybe we have done something that we deserve to be punished or recognised or just yeah. to learn about our karmic cycle and the lessons that we need. So he spoke a lot about, you know, making sure that you're kind and good because in the next life, you know, you want to come back as a human and maybe not a cow or a dog. He did say he So made... do you believe in that reincarnation and and subscribe to the idea that we, we can come back? Um, I believe so. I can't believe that we just disappear. I yeah. believe we're we're too powerful. You know, we have a we have a soul, we have a spirit in each of us. And for that just to be extinguished when this vessel expires, yeah. you know. And do you, do you see that for all animals? I mean, I've got no idea, but like... I do see a bit more deep in, in animals, and I think that's why I'm so... So say a rabbit, so them. say if I went out to the pet shop today, or a shelter, if there's a shelter for, <laughs> yeah, for thank rabbits... You. Um, no to breeding. <laughs> <laughs> Adopt, um, don't shop. <laughs> adopt, don't shop. Love it. Yeah. So if 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 I did get a rabbit, you're saying that in in essence that could have been a human in another life. Potentially, who's yeah. to say? I, I believe. And, some and when people... that rabbit dies, if it's been a good rabbit, it could go off <laughs> and and get back to 
to human status, perhaps working its way through dog, It might lion, like being an rhino. animal. Who knows what lessons it's decided to okay. bestow upon its life. You know, I do believe whatever we experience, we've chosen to. And, you know, when anything happens, no matter how hard or difficult or emotional it is, I feel like if you remove that emotion and seek the lesson, you you know, it's going to be really profound for you. It's yeah. just how brave, you know, how deep we do want to delve into that. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's not going to surprise you or, uh, at all. I don't subscribe to the whole reincarnation thing. <laughs> but I am open-minded, as I said before, because I do obviously understand in science everything is just a transfer of energy yeah so you know any energy can't you know every every bit of energy that we have has already been created it's there big bang boom (laughs) energy's there everything else is just a transfer of energy so we we take it from one place and and when we die that energy goes Mm -hmm. goes somewhere else so i think the reincarnation thing you could probably say is uh maybe a follow-on from that I think it's a reach but yeah. I'm, ha- I'm happy to there's to lots it. of grey areas though there's lots of unknown things exactly no the same as in science yeah to, absolutely it's just what makes it so intriguing and beautiful doesn't it if we knew everything wouldn't it be all very boring absolutely yeah it would <laughs> if there's no mystery there it's um, it's all about learning and so the the profound for me with the karma and really understanding and appreciating it and not just you know looking at memes or you know liking a few statuses yeah yeah pictures. yeah doing it because you really believe it rather yeah. than just it's a, a culture it. to follow on yeah I um so I, I actually spoke briefly about when we first met and I'd come out of a really abusive relationship yeah and um part of the reason I'd had to experience that relationship was I was actually kind of I was seeking a revenge for something that had happened for me as a younger person so I was actually raped when I was 15 and this guy that I ended up in a relationship with in my early 20s was a criminal um, and he did know people that you know would hurt people and subconsciously um i engaged in this relationship and put up with this sort of abuse because he'd made a promise earlier on when you know sort of five six years before that he would um you know have this person hurt you know yeah and um it was like i was holding on to that i was holding on to that this anger and resentment from when you were um, raped at 15 yeah you know i wanted even though i'd worked on forgiveness i'd never really understood you know i don't want to i don't want to have to say i forgive you i that's okay that you done wrong you know regardless that you may have gone to prison that doesn't make you know the impact that then had on to my life and possibly part of the reason why I ended up going to cosmetic surgery and having my boobs, having my lips done because yeah. I wasn't liking my body as it was. It wasn't until I was in India and I was like, oh my gosh, like the, one of the worst times in my life I've experienced in a relationship was because I wanted revenge for the other bad thing that happened in my life. So for seeking badness to happen, I was having badness happen to me. Mm. And it was like, wow, that's a really, you know, it was to accept some responsibility for the pain that I was in because I'd been put in pain previously. And it was, um, I went to a shaman and had, um, we ended up having some hypnotherapy actually. 
and it was uh, then that I realised, yeah, no, I really have got body dysmorphia because of this, and I've been having, you know, surgery, which is so just far connected from being all natural, which is really, I don't want no cosmetics, I don't even want no makeup anymore, I just want an easy life. I'm not quite happy with the body hair, but it's um, how do we embrace ourselves naturally when we're bombarded with all these other things that tell us, you know, you're going to be more cleaner if you haven't got hair. You know, you're going to look more attractive. So, yeah, I'll come off the point a little bit there. Because it's quite no, a big thing, no, it's, you know. It's, it's all, yeah, it's all it's all connected and it's part of your story as well because I had no idea that, that, that you, you'd suffered abuse and... and No, you wouldn't necessarily, Being raped yeah. at 15 and then being in that abusive relationship. And I think um, if you take something positive from your experiences and learning more about yourself um, whether it's a religious journey um, uh, a, a spiritual journey or just 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 understanding yourself better then all yeah. of that no Have matter whether fight. I believe in all of it some of it or none of it all of that is still a really good thing because I certainly think you're a, a nicer better person uh, not to say that you wasn't <laughs> when we first met you're a better person now but, but you, you seem genuinely <laughs> happier you seem genuinely happier um, and 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 I've really enjoyed talking with you um, t- today on, on, on this but also you know the last couple of days going out and dog walking lots of things just because with yeah, yeah yeah absolutely and, and I think it's it's really nice to, to say actually you seem a little bit more or a lot more educated and worldly wise because of those journeys and like you say mm. you, you can talk about crystals all day long and I can take the piss out of it all day long because I don't believe in it <laughs> but I do think that it, it has had a positive effect whether I believe in in, in it behind it it, mm-hmm. it has had a, a positive effect on you just because you believe it and you're yeah. more positive as a result of that and I think the karma thing is a really interesting one because mm. I can look at you being raped at 15 and and say that was one terrible incident I can then look at it and say that a separate incident is that you you had this this want for revenge and and I can relate to that you know when someone oh, yeah. does something bad to you 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 want to sort of get them back and I can relate to that but then I think it's also a separate event to say that then you you had a relationship with someone that that was also abusive and i can look at all three of those things as separate things yes yeah but the fact that you look at them as they could possibly be linked that i ended up in that because because of of this karma thing then actually although i don't say or although i can't say that they're not linked I, i would sit here and say nah they're not linked you know you you can find coincidence i think in in mm. almost anything and you can find karma in almost anything absolutely i think because of the way that we view things if we believe in them can make us better people and actually i think that's what the world needs a little bit of is people having understanding and being mm. free to say this is what i believe in without persecution and i believe that actually especially in in the, the you know like you say these these hindu and buddhist practices um especially the buddhism and, and the spirituality actually it's sort of there's, there's no room for harm or, or negativity and actually 
people like you that walk around sat- I always feel happy when I read something that you've written on Facebook <laughs> I always feel happy after I've met you now I don't believe in almost anything that you believe in but I do believe in the actually being nice to someone can pass on feelings of being Strange nice of energy. Yeah. yeah and absolutely like after after we've walked the dogs I go oh, it was really nice to see Sammy <laughs> and, it was, and, and because she's quite upbeat and happy I've kind of left feeling a bit upbeat and happy yeah. and I think that's sort of I think that's only a good thing really whether it's absolutely exchanging ha- ideas isn't it conversing yeah. and appreciating people's individuality and differences yeah this um, again it would be a very boring place if we was all the same as much as it can make us irate you know especially politics is a really emotive thing isn't it if people there's divisions on that when yeah. I was in America even the stand up comedy you know you sometimes they can't even go into politics because they have to gauge the crowd oh, because it was world, the Trump man. thing world, and yeah. it was like gosh yeah that was um, I got up and done stand up comedy that was a pretty big bucket list thing really I know can you believe it like I can actually (laughs) (laughs) I can Um, yeah that's that's really awesome good for the confidence I couldn't recall anything I was just basically taking the piss out of American men and the whole dating scene out there because I mean it's bigger and bolder and brighter in America that's for sure it's um I mean I don't think everything's bigger and brighter and bolder in America and I think I love America because of that, <laughs> but I also really don't like America because of that. I think America is is um, a huge, huge place, um, yeah. and there's there's different areas, different states have got different people. Same and as I, India, and I love and hate. Yeah, yeah, I love and hate it's... all of all of that. <laughs> you know, and the the guy that that edits this podcast, he's he's from um, America. He's from Arkansas. And that's like a state that no one knows anything about, really. We know California, we know New York, we we know yeah. Florida, um, and and maybe Texas and, and cowboy country, and then we know <laughs> yeah. and then we know maybe Alaska. They and, do all and coasts, stuff don't like they? That. East yeah. coast, west yeah, coast. Yeah, so you know, there's there's <laughs> so much that is a bit like crazy, like yeah, they've got we don't all know sorts too much there. about, but yeah, they, 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 there's all sorts of different people, and 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 that, that's. Wonderful. Biggest culture shock for yeah. me, America. Really? Versus versus India and Bosnia. Bosnia, Thailand, yeah, really smashed it to pieces, you know. It was... Um, I, I, what I put it down to is that there's so much more land space, so the vastness, there's just more room for eccentricity and craziness. Yeah. And, you know, and when you're talking about isolated towns, and if they've got, you know, a religious aspect, you know, I met lots of young people who'd been affected by you know parents being devout catholics mormons um so that was you know it's because there's a lot of kids that living on the streets there you know they're rung around in gangs and a lot of people live in their trucks very different to our converted vans here when people Mm. live in their vans and um the drug culture is a lot more different as well they smoke uh, little meth and opiates whereas here I feel we're much more sheltered I feel like the class A drugs that you know the sort of heavier ones you know crack cocaine and heroin 
you know then you sort of know what you're doing when you get involved with that not too many people are doing that recreationally but crystal meth and smoking heroin is there's a massive big more culture and i just found you know i was reduced to tears you know because i just felt like i've been afforded this massive privilege you know because it was affecting the teeth as well you know the health so you've got lots of young people with really bad decaying teeth and they it was, um, yeah, but as much as there's more opportunity there, there's also as much repression. So it is exactly the same. The balance, the equilibrium is there. But when you're sort of, and I'm typically quite a Libra with my balance, it's like I can see it on both sides of the spectrum, you know. Yeah. And it was, a, yeah, it was a hard one. And there's a lot of young people who haven't got sound people around them, often not got their families around them. So everyone's watching their backs. But I suppose as well, you know, if you're having that lifestyle, then you're throwing, you know, there's a lot of money being branched around because of the cannabis industry. And, you know, more money, more drugs, it does sort of thrive on a bit more of a a cautious edge, doesn't it? You know. So... um, because we've now gone back to the states and 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 the the, the drug uh, cultures and and the the legalities over drugs like cannabis and and stuff like that, and I know that you you worked with cannabis. Um, so yeah, <laughs> let, let, let's end this one here. I'm just going to pause it and then and then I know when to put in a break and and we can go on to to talking about that if that's okay. cool with you. Yeah, cool, awesome. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, thanks so much for for listening. Uh, what did you all think? I, I I told you it was it was one of the ones that was more fun for for me to record in terms of it wasn't sort of serious and and uh, it it was definitely not depressing. It wasn't um, sort of as serious and heartfelt as someone like Allah's podcast on episode one or Marcus's on episode three. Um, it, it was it was just two people having a, a good old conversation and chat, which is what the podcast is all about. And uh, I hope I kind of introduced you to a person that has some different views on the world and, and spirituality and, and the way things work from her point of view. Like I said, we don't agree on everything. I'm, I'm sort of not that kind of person that is very spiritual at all really um but i do agree that there is more to life than concrete and cars and hopefully that that came across like i said in the introduction next week's episode um we recorded with the same person sammy and she's she's just again she's brilliant but we talk about something a little bit more serious which was her uh, rape because obviously she brought it up in in the podcast um and we didn't really we didn't really go into it or or you know obviously it's a huge story and I think it it just didn't feel right to to, I wrote it down as she said it and it was a bit of a surprise I didn't know that that had happened to her and I didn't I didn't know how to approach that subject in the in the sort of context that we were talking about um so I I sort of after we finished recording I sort of went away and thought you know we we should address that we should have a little chat about that and see if there's a story and and there was and it was something quite interesting I learned quite a bit um about her situation so if there's other people out there that have been um in a similar situation 
then you know it, it it's worth a listen to um we also talk about her you know the 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 drug trade um drugs in general the law and her experiences from that as she's worked on cannabis farms and plantations out in California, which I don't think many people listening will have done. I certainly haven't. And it was really, really interesting to to speak to someone that has had that experience and find out what that's all about. And yeah, just that's next week. So I really hope that you you tune in. Uh, the easiest way is to to go on to Apple Podcasts or Acast app, which I really like because on Acast, as you're listening um, through the Acast app on your phone or something, then I put on uh, links that scroll across your phone. So as we're talking about something, uh, a link will flash up on your phone where you can go and get more information. So it's a little bit more interactive, um, gives you a little bit more content and yeah you you can go on there and and it's it's a great listening experience um don't know what else to say really um let us know what you think um i'm on twitter at that mr christ i'm on online in in facebook and things like that so facebook type in that mr christopher um and i should come up um but there's links and everything like that on uh, on my website that mr christopher.com um, send me an email I've get, I've got loads and loads of potential people to 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 bring to you um, in terms of guests that have emailed me with their stories and it's just I'm I'm in the middle of sorting out in what order I record people now because um, I'm sort of I've blasted through a lot of the ones that I've pre-recorded and uh, I'm looking for new guests so if you've got an interesting story um, or uh, a, a interesting view on a topic that you you've got some kind of authority to speak on or educate people with then please get in touch because i'd love to hear from you and we'll see if we can meet up and and have a conversation and 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 introduce you to the world and my lovely listeners of which they're growing um we we had such an amazing response um to our first show went out and we got over 500 listeners in the first 36 hours and each week we're just growing on that which for a, a new podcast has just been amazing and fantastic so thank you so so much to everybody that has uh, has, has listened i couldn't have done it without the guests but I also couldn't have done it without the team that have helped and supported me throughout so big thank you to Rob who edits the podcast and to the guys that did the music especially um David Woodcock his album is fantastic and I listened to it and said I need this guy to to do a track for me he's recording his second album and he took a, a break from that to say yeah I'll I'll do you a track so he wrote and uh, did all the music on that and we recorded it at Joe Lamb's uh, London Road recording studio in South End. We had a great time doing it, and uh, yeah, we've been getting a lot of positive feedback on the, on the track. Um, so thanks very much for for the help on that, guys. And yeah, just just keep keep having a little download and and keep meeting me each week for a conversation where I introduce you to to new people. And uh, I'll see you or speak to you next week. Bye bye. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.